We live in a fast-paced and hectic world where it's easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining host and her guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here's your host, Leah Mattinson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning in to today's show. So first of all, thank you so much for your support, and thank you in advance for sharing uh, the good news that comes as a result of the guests that I have on this stage. It's my absolute delight and honor to welcome uh, Lee Holden to the stage today. Lee, can you just say hi to everybody? Hey, everybody. So good to be back and see you, Leah. Yeah, Lee has been a longtime guest on the show, and I am a raving fan. Uh, He is internationally known uh, for his instruction in Qigong, meditation, and Tai Chi in collaboration with Grandmaster Mantak Chia, uh, one of the foremost Qigong experts in the world. He was instrumental in bringing the ancient Taoist teachings to Western culture. And I was introduced to Lee's work several years ago and have been absolutely delighted to become a Qigong teacher. And it's been through Holden Qigong uh, that I really took an interest in an understanding of what energy mastery really is and how much when we know how much control we have in our life of how well we can feel uh, that that can really be a differentiating factor and not only how much health you have, but how much wealth you can create. So it's abundance and prosperity. That's the kind of life um, that being a Qigong practitioner uh, has in store for you. So I wanted to invite Lee to the stage to just talk about what in the world is Qigong, because that's actually the first question people ask me when they meet me. They go, what What do you do to stay so healthy and vibrant as a grandma of three? I say Qigong is my first go-to practice. So that's their first question. What is Qigong? Oh, wait, what is that? What is hey, that? You, you know what? Here's the good news. The hardest part about this practice is how to say it. <laughs> what is that word? Q-I-G-O-N-G, you know? <clears throat> now, chi means energy. So it really is a word that describes being alive. You know, say chi is aliveness, life force energy. Now, I was telling somebody else, you know, that I do qigong, and they said, what is that? And they said, you know what? I don't believe in chi. You know, it's not something I believe in. And I said, okay, well, do you believe you're alive? And they were like, well, yeah, it's self-evident. And I said, well, what do we call it? And they were just like, well, it's just alive. And there's many forms and nuances of aliveness. So you can be depressed, you can be unhealthy, you can be vibrant and happy. And so there's gradients to this life force energy, this aliveness, this chi. And gong means skill at working with it, the skill at working with life, the skill at working with who you are which means the skill with your body, your breath, your emotions, and your mind. And how skillful we are at working with our chi determines the quality of our life. It determines our daily life, our weekly lives, and our destiny for our whole lives. And so I think it's so crucial. It's a crux to be able to work with life force energy so that you're skilled at working with life and who you are in your life. 
you know, really in ancient times, it was a practice that mirrored the movements of nature. It saw us as a part of nature and how to move through life with effortless ease to, as you were saying, Leah, to tap into your abundance because life has so much to offer. And when we can work with that life force energy, we can truly cultivate the experiences and who we want to show up as in our lives. Yeah, that's pretty amazing when you think about about that. And I wonder, what's the biggest challenge or change from ancient um, practices to now, Lee, would you say, when you say it's like an ancient Mm. practice, is there much change or differentiation? Right. I mean, I think we're, we're similar in terms of who we are as people, right? We're people. And so we say we have these three things. We have a body, we have a feelings and emotions, and we have mind and consciousness. And in ancient times, they had that as well, although context was different. And so our challenges, our adversities, uh, our pleasures, or what's available to us is different now. But this practice is maybe even more practical now than ever because we have so many things that pull on our attention. We have way more choices than they did before, which is a good thing and also not such a good thing because now we have a, a maybe our energy scattered. We have too many choices that might be unhealthy or pull us out of our center, out of ourselves. Uh, you know, just look at our devices. You know, we're constantly being distracted away from maybe what's essential or what's going to lead us to happiness. Um, you know, one of the things that I describe as what Qigong is, it's less stress, more energy. And if we think about Qigong practice as clearing stress and whatever that means to you, whether it's tension in your neck and shoulders, whether it's some physical ailment in your body, whether it's um, your job, your work, your family, your kids, whatever the stress is in your life, how do we transform that? clear it, let it go, recycle it. And how do we cultivate the kind of energy that we want, the abundance of energy? I mean, think about being really vibrant. Think about times when you had a lot of energy and how how fulfilling that is. And that's what we can cultivate with this practice. So in ancient times, the, the adversities and the challenges of life were really different, but the tools and resources that we need might be very similar. So we might need to figure out ways to stay centered in a pandemic. We might figure out ways that we need to, you know, transform stress and work on our thinking mind. And I think those are all similar things we as human beings culturally are working on. And there's tools, tricks, resources to be able to do that skillfully. Yeah, I agree. I think that we've seen in the last year or so challenges that people would have never expected that they would need to come or be coming up against. Um, And in particular, I think with this whole family dynamic of people being home a lot more than they, you know, were in the past. So the challenges around being in relationship with people, um, either the relationships within family structures that they're spending more time together physically, and all these work people are now remotely uh, connected, which was almost the opposite in 2019. You know, it was like people were out working and spending most of their time with working people, and then they would come back home and, you know, spend very little time in their families. So there's been this very big flip um, of having to figure out Like, who am I in the context of the people who I'm spending the most time with? And how do I manage the energies of all those people? And you're a really great example, I think, because you're a dad. So you have this, 
you know, understanding and ages of children too, which I think has been a real challenge for a lot of people this past year, but even dealing with people who are, you know, sick and seniors or like moving people into homes to take care of them into your own home. So can you talk about how Qigong can kind of help with that or, or how it might Well, yes, I think that's so important, uh, especially in these times. I think people are either dealing with relational stress because dynamics change. We're all home a lot more. We're now, you know, with our partners in different ways and for longer periods of time and maybe with our kids for longer periods of time. And there's a different dynamic. We can't just ship them off to school. Maybe they're home, uh, you know. And maybe there's also the the people that are really lonely and they don't get to see their family and they're isolated. And so the dynamic has really shifted. And whether, you know, here's the important thing to know, really to delineate and distinguish energy. This is my energy. That's their energy. I'm working on my energy. And that's always where we have power. So we can change ourselves, but we can't always change somebody else. We can't always change the context. Uh, We can't necessarily change the pandemic all at once. So we feel that, that idea of powerlessness where we don't have power over everybody else. So really reorienting to where our energy is, where our power is, which is within us. And so if we can go inward and discover what in Qigong is called the treasures, the treasure of your energy, your body, your breath, your mind, your consciousness, your spirit, discover all that richness that's within us, you put a lot less emphasis on external circumstances. And then when external circumstances get challenging or hard, we have tools and ways to transform that. And, you know, in Qigong, we look at energy like maybe a gardener will look at a garden. And so we might prune some things away. Maybe there's our compost pile. That's the energy that was already used and it's no longer useful, but it's useful in one particular place. We don't want to put the compost in the kitchen. And that's like having our stress in the wrong place. You know, put a big pile of manure in the dining room, it's going to be awful. But put the big pile of manure in the garden, it's going to be wonderful. And so it gives us really clear ways in where to put our energy and where to invest our time. And too often, we're investing our energy and putting it in the wrong places and it's getting really messy and it's not leading to health, happiness and a thriving life. It's actually really detrimental. And so that's what I think the, the, the skill of working with energy really helps us to show us where to put our energy, where to invest our energy and how to use that energy in healthy ways so that we are strong and whole within ourselves. And then we can show up in our best ways, in our relationships, in our family dynamics. And it doesn't mean that life isn't challenging or hard, but you can bring your best energy into those challenges and maybe rise to the occasion and move through adversity stronger than you were before. Beautiful. One of the things I love about Qigong the most is that it's action oriented, whether that is that you're actively moving your body or you're learning how to move your uh, energetic mind around. So I'm thinking there's so many people struggling right now with um, what they're seeing in the media every day, lots of things that are discouraging. Do you think we could spend a portion of today's interview actually doing a practice 
that would help people to feel better. And mm. maybe we, we could just dedicate, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of this show to actually help, giving people an experience when they say, what is Qigong? Let's give them an experience of it. If you're gay. I love that idea. I love that idea because, you know, you said it exactly right. It is an experience. And the only thing, the only way to really know something is to experience it. And if we could, you know, too often in modern life, it's the information age. So we know something, we have the linguistics around it. We have the words that describe the experience. So we think we know it when actually we only know how to describe it and it's in our heads and it's not embodied. So that is so true that this is an embodied practice. And when you embody something, you take your knowledge and you put it into action and then you get verification. Do I actually know it? You know, we might feel like we're skilled at something or we might in our mind say, oh, here's how life is going to go. Here's how my day is going to go tomorrow. And life gives you something else and you, you show up the way you think and it doesn't go according to plan. So that's where Qigong is really helpful that it's, it helps you find flow and ways to maneuver through life and all life's unexpected twists and turns. Awesome. Awesome. So we are going to dedicate some time because I love you guys so much. And I know Lee is a big lover of people too. So we do want to dedicate this time because we know you've already dedicated this chunk of time to listening and giving yourself this 48 minutes or hour of time. Uh, so let's dedicate some time to our beautiful listeners and helping them to figure out how they can manage their energy better. And I'm so honored again, Lee, that I couldn't be asking for a better um, leader to lead people so that they can have their, for some people, this will be their very first chi experience. And for those oh, of that's you- that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, it, the thing about this practice is that it's accessible, mm -hmm. it's relevant, it's not challenging. You don't have to change your clothes, so you don't have to stop listening just because we're gonna do some practices. Right. Try it out for yourself. Invest, you know, these 10 minutes into yourself and see how you feel. We could do a little check-in before and after and notice the differences in how, how you feel. Sometimes your best self and your best energy is only 10 minutes away. And if, if you can dedicate those 10 minutes, the rest of your day is incredible. The hours to, that will follow will be completely shifted and different. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, take it away. Let's do okay, an energy so, check-in. Um, you know, our people are listening, so um, yes. maybe they don't have a visual experience. So let me do a practice where, where I can guide you through an auditory experience, and you don't have to watch. Although most of my classes online are something that you do visually, you get to watch me do it. So let's find a way in which we could do this. Seated in a chair uh, where, you can, where I can coach you through the practice um, in an auditory way. The only thing I would say is don't do this if you're driving. You know, save, save it till when you get home, just, just earmark 10 minutes for when you get home, because we're going to do something with our hands. We'll do something with our breath. If you're driving, just listen and uh, then do it sometime later. Mm -hmm. Now, the first thing we want to do is experience our chi. What is chi? It's your life force energy. And it comes in different forms. You know, this, this is a medicine and a practice that comes from 4,000 years of history. And it's actually part of ancient Chinese medicine that was rooted in prevention. And so movement and meditation and energy work were preventative medicine because it uproots the root cause of stress or ailments and it transforms it. And uh, that's hard to monetize. In modern medicine, we wanna monetize healing. So that requires sick people. Prevention 
it's hard to monetize. So this is something that we as individuals need to take charge of by ourselves. And so let's talk about chi. What is chi? Well, it's your breath because you don't have chi without breath. It's food. You don't have your chi, remember, aliveness without eating or water. So it comes in many different forms. There's energy we get from sleep, nature, from each other, uh, you know, from the earth. There's energy from, from the earth, the stars, you know, all these things have a particular kind of energy. And, you know, we have a very special planet that has life force. And we look out into the universe and we don't see other planets like this in the same way. And so this is a very special place with life force energy. And how do we work with it best? Well, they say, you know what? Breath is your quickest source to this life force energy. How you breathe influences your life. Think about food. You can go days without eating food and still be alive, but you can only go minutes without breathing. So breath really influences our chi. When we do this practice, often we are... Um, moving with breath and awareness. And sometimes we call it mindfulness in motion. So it's a meditative kind of practice. So let's feel our chi. Let's start off with feeling our energy. And what I want you to do, there's a pressure point, an acupressure point on the center of your chest that's helpful for clearing emotional stress. And I just want you to tap on it. So first exercise is a little Tarzan-like exercise. You're gonna tap up and down on the center of your, uh, of your sternum and the center of your chest. And as you tap up and down, I want you to take a few deep breaths, just in through the nose and out through the nose. It is fine to exhale out through the mouth if you'd like as well. When you exhale through the mouth, for example, it's a way to let go of something, let go of stress or tension. So if you wanna take a few breaths where you exhale out through the mouth, that is just fine. Now you're activating your energy. So take one more breath. We just do it for 30 seconds to a minute. Exhale. Now when you bring your hands down and feel center of your chest and your hands, you might notice a little tingling, a little buzzing, a little activation of your life force energy. And so you're taking charge of this energy. Now energy often will be dormant until it's called upon. And so what we wanna do, for example, in the morning, in Qigong, they say, start your day with a lightning flash of vitality. How about that? We always say, okay, we'll start your day with a cup of tea or a cup <laughs> a of <pajama>. coffee. <laughs> let's, let's do a lightning flash of vitality. We'll, we'll up it. You can still have your tea or coffee, but just add your Qigong now to it as well. Okay, so that's activating the energy of the chest and it helps to free up your breath. Mm -hmm. Let's do one more activation. Let's take our fingernails together and rub back and forth. And this is a really nice, quick way to feel your energy. So you are taking your fingernails and rubbing back and forth vigorously. And even that first knuckle just above the fingernails is rubbing back and forth. And these are igniting the acupressure points along meridian lines. So take a nice deep breath. And do that one more time, deep breath. Rub those fingernails back and forth vigorously, long exhale. And now when you bring your hands down, feel the igniting power in your hands. Feel that buzzing, tingling life force energy. You can feel it, huh, Leah? Sparkly. 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 
Yes. As the third grader said, when I did a class, they said, I feel like I have soda pop in my hands. Oh, this yes. That's effervescence. A, that's a very good descriptor. <laughs> and it's like, what is that? You know, we all have this power and potential within us that it's untapped. We aren't plugged into that. We're not making it available. So in Qigong, we are making our energy more available so that your power and potential comes forth. Uh, and it can't just come forth through a cerebral way, through a thinking process. So this, again, is that embodied practice. Now, put one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly. Let's breathe and let's improve our breath because as you improve your breath, you do all kinds of wonderful things to your mind-body system. So what I want you to do, this is called wave breathing. I want you to start your breath in your belly. That means as you inhale, the abdomen expands. And then keep inhaling and fill up your ribs all the way up to your chest. Exhale, chest, ribs, belly, all the way out. See if you can exhale a little bit more. And inhale, belly, ribs, chest. And exhale, chest, ribs, belly. Wave breathing clears stress because you can't breathe like this, like this and internalize stress because stress is always reflected in your breath. It's short, it's shallow. So when you breathe like this, you are sending a message to your mind-body system to let go of stress and to rebalance, to move into relaxation mode as opposed to stress mode. Okay, now with Qigong, breath and movement combined. So let's do a movement that reflects that breathing. So wave breathing still, but you're going to have your hands in your lap and we're sitting down. You could also do it standing. When you inhale, you're going to take your hands up over your head, palms face up towards the ceiling and just open your elbows, open your chest and then exhale, float the hands down. They face towards the chest and then they come back face up in your lap. So you can see this is a slow, deep breath, inhaling as you come up, Inhale, you want that breath to be like five, six seconds. And then exhale as you come down. And it's a long, slow exhale. Now in these practices, you're not only working on your respiratory system and your breathing, you're also working on your energy system, on the chi. And so you're moving more energy through your lung meridian, the energy pathway that reflects the lungs. Inhale as you come up, keep going hands up over the head, palms face towards the ceiling. Then you exhale, float the hands down. They come right in front of the chest and the palms face up in your lap. And then we do it again. Inhale. Keep breathing nice and deep. Exhale. And you just reset the system. Let's do it one more time. Nice deep breath. Float the hands up. Exhale as you come down. Slow, relaxed, deep breathing puts you into that flow state. Can we do one more? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Holding down the sky. Now, this in the beginning of the day, we're setting intention. What kind of energy do you need at the beginning of the day? If you did this at the end of the day, it's about clearing stress and letting go of any old energy or any stress you might have picked up from other people. So it's relevant at both times, whether we want to let go or whether we want to bring in. 
And so here, you're gonna bring your hands up on an inhale, up and out to your sides, up over the head, palms face towards you as you come down, forehead and then chest, the hands are facing towards you all the way down to the legs. And then again, inhale, arms up to the sides, like you're scooping up the energy from all around you and then exhale, let it wash through you. And it's slow and you're moving with relaxation and you're moving with conscious awareness. Exhale as you come down and inhale as you float the arms up. Now, what I want you to do is just think about the kind of energy you might need for the rest of your day or for your evening and tune into that. You see, energy is much like a frequency. There's that particular energy around us and we need to tune into it. So if you were a radio, you would want to be on the station that you want that vibration. You want to be on the station of health and peace and joy and happiness. So put your intention on that and embody a movement that will help you to tune in to that particular quality of energy. Inhale, the arms float up. Exhale, arms float down. And just bring in health, abundant energy, joy, inner peace, present moment awareness, and divine wisdom. How about that for an order? And we'll do it one more time with a deep breath, floating your arms up. Exhale, float the arms down. And just relax hands in your lap. If you're standing, hands would be down by your sides. And take a few slow, deep breaths without the movement, just slow, relaxed breathing. And notice how your body feels. Notice the state of your mind. And just be tuned in to that quality of inner peace and deep relaxation. So this is a practice that will very quickly move you out of a stressful state, out of survival mode, and it'll invest your life force energy into your heart space, meaning into the energy, the experiences, and the qualities of life that you want to have. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be depressed, sad, and have low energy. But often we're stressed out, depressed, and have low energy. We don't know how to get out of that. And so this is a practice that really tunes you in to what it is you actually want through an embodied practice, which makes it very effective to cultivate that quality of energy. Yes. Beautifully done, Lee. And I want to encourage everyone and regular listeners, you know, I encourage people to make a note, make a note or journaling for five minutes or three minutes, just about how you actually feel, how you felt at the beginning, how you felt at the end of it, um, because that didn't take very long. And people have this misconception that it takes forever to make yourself feel better. Like you've got to have a gym membership. You've got to be punishing to the body. You've got to you know, do all these practices that are just difficult and hard and arduous, but really didn't that feel good? Like, don't you feel good 
even just thinking it through, you go, wow, it's like I feel sparkly. I feel sparkly in my hands. Mm. Some clients recently um, said to me that there's like life before Qigong, life after Qigong. Mm -hmm. And what they (laughs) is like, I don't need to have a chiropractor anymore. And I don't need to have, you know, physiotherapy once a week in order to get up from my desk, because that's just how powerful it is. And certainly not saying that those services wouldn't be needed or awesome if you can have them. But if you can't, um, or if you want to just try uh, this way or in complementary services, you know, to complement something that you're doing or that you love to do. uh, This is just so empowering. And And uh, so thank you, Lee, so much for sharing that. Are you searching for answers to life's deep questions about love, luck, and prosperity? Well, come to MasterYourLife.ca and visit Roadmap to the Realms. Get answers from our favorite experts and curated resources for all things astrological, esoteric, and metaphysical. From extensive life horoscopes and birth chart rectification to dream interpretation and astrological talisman consultations, find your connection to the stars and the divine right here. MasterYourLife.ca, your science and spiritual source store. One of the things, too, I'm I think people are very in need of is grounding Mm. Uh, that a lot of the things that, that happen during our day, take us so off course and put us in our head time and again through the day, throughout the day. And we find that we're um, sparked, aggravated, annoyed, frustrated, confused uh, instead of feeling that certainty. And one of the powerful things, most powerful things I think about Qigong is that the the secret is that the power of calmness lies within yourself and, and that it is that bringing back the energy to yourself that causes you to feel calm and centered. And I'm wondering if you, uh, we've got about 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, just push the boundaries as much as you can. Um, yeah. Is there a practice that like short, sweet practice that you, one of the things also is I find myself, uh, I smile during these practices. And I know for those yeah. of you who want to see the videos, come and check us out at masteryourlife.ca. You can watch the full interview. Um, but I find myself spontaneously smiling as I do the practice. Like I just yeah. This is that's what it energetically does for me, yeah. not necessarily for everybody, but it does that for me. So I'm wondering if we could um, do something that would maybe uh, ground people or bring a smile to their face. And we've got, uh, like I say, about 13 minutes. So if you've got a 10 okay. minute practice, we're really getting hey. spoiled today. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm like a I'm like a chi barista. You just put your <laughs> order in and I and I serve it up the way you want it. You know, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> How do you want your cappuccino? I want <laughs> the masterful, the most masterful way you can serve it up, Lee, would be great. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, well, here, here's a story, too. So a friend of mine, he, he's a videographer, and he was filming a lot of my classes. And he started, you know, set up the tripod, put everything up, and then we would film a class because we were doing these online classes. And so once he set it up, he would do, he was like, you know what, I might as well do class. Hey, I'm not into this kind of thing. And, you know, all this woo-woo, you know, California, Santa cruz stuff. <laughs> so, shoot, I'm here anyways. I might as well do it. So as he was doing it, I, I was noticing him smiling, as you said. And so after class, he said, you know what? I feel happy for no reason. This is a really odd feeling. I feel happy for no reason. And I was smiling a lot in class. And I just felt that felt really strange and weird to me in the best way. So it kept happening to him. Like he would do class, he'd be smiling and he got, you know, sometimes his eyes would well up and he's like, God, this is weird. I'm feeling emotion. I feel 
gratitude, but it's not content specific. It's just like coming from inside. And I think that's what we can tap into that with. We can tap into these positive energies within ourselves internally and, um, and access what we want from the inside out, because that's where the true source of it is. You know, when we are always looking outside of ourselves, we want that external thing to ignite something within us when it often falls short or it does for a little bit that we have to look for the next external thing. When we, if we learn how to cultivate it from the inside, it's a much more empowering resource uh, and, and much more reliable. And so there's a level of groundedness that comes from that. As you were saying, what is it, what, what, you know, when people say, I want to be grounded, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, it means you want to be in the moment. You don't want to be living your life in a daydream. You don't want to be always future projecting to some worry that might happen later or ruminating on our past and bring all that stress of past stress or possible future stress back into our present moments. And to be grounded is to be here, is to be like a tree. It's stable. It's in the earth. That means when the wind blows, when life gets stressful, you know your place, you know who you are, you feel centered, that you can move with the wind and with the currents of life because you have that stable roots into the earth or into the present moment or into yourself. When you're grounded, you're stable within yourself. And yeah. so that's the energy of, of that particular quality. Now, it's interesting because we can, we, can, we can tune into different qualities of energy through this practice. So, you know, we might want grounding, but at a different time, we might want inspiration or we might want passion. And so depending on your day, we might need different things. And, you know, we were joking about ordering up this energy, but it's true because these energies are there. We just need to learn how to get on the right station. We need to know how to tap into them, so to speak. So for grounding, there's a few Qigong practice. And one of them that I love is embracing the tree. It's called embracing the tree. And it's uh, a standing practice. And it was one of the first practices I learned in Qigong. And, you know, when you learn this from a, from a traditional martial arts teacher, often this is what they'll teach you. And sometimes it's a very challenging practice because you just stand there for like 40 minutes or half an hour and you're not doing any of the flows, so to speak. But mm-hmm. you can do a short embracing the tree for cultivating grounding. So let's do it seated or standing. If you're, you can stand, you're going to stand up. Now your arms are round right in front of your shoulders, like the branches. And if you're seated, what I want you to feel is, is your vertical alignment. I want you to feel like the top of your head is just lifted up towards the sky or towards the ceiling. And imagine through your feet, you have roots going down into the earth. And it doesn't matter if you're on the 20th floor of a building, you're still in the earth's gravitational. That's called the earth energy. Gravity is the earth's energy. It's invisible, but it affects us all because we're all on this planet. So that's what you're tuning into. And you just imagine that your roots extend through the bottoms of your feet and they go down into the earth. I want you to feel your stability. I want you to feel the connection to the present moment and everything that's going on right here, right now. Just pay attention to, for example, your breathing. That's happening right here, right now. So if you stabilize your body and breathe and pay attention to it, you're already 
becoming grounded. So do those wave breaths, breathe belly, ribs, chest, you hold this posture. And exhale all the way out, feel the top of the head connected to the universe. That's our inspiration. And feel the feet and the legs like the roots of the tree. That's our stability and our grounding. You just breathe into it and you hold this and you stabilize your mind in the present moment by feeling into your body. Take two more of these slow, deep breaths. Full inhale with a long exhale. And just draw nourishment and energy from earth. Full deep breath one more. With a long, slow exhale. And then put your hands down. Now put your palms face down on your knees if you're sitting. If you're standing, hands are at your side. And just affirm that groundedness and sense your mind in the present moment. And this is a refresh and a reset. If your mind has been very busy and overly active on whatever life's challenges are, just come back to the moment, reset, gather your energies, energy and resources, because from this moment, from this place of being grounded, by being powered up, you will be better navigators into that future space that you want to be. Yeah. Gorgeous. Wonderful. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And one of the things I notice is how often uh, we hold our breath. It's just like, as soon as you start doing any of the deeper breathing or wave breathing, or even just get the posture of the tree, you automatically go, wow, I've been holding my breath. And so cutting off our own life force energy. Um, so it's, it is fun to do these things and also to realize how quickly you can shift that. Like that's 30 seconds of posture that can change that uh, energy shift in your mind and feeling grounded and, and uh, not scattered for a lot of people. That's the difference between having an anxiety attack or making poor mm -hmm. decisions. <laughs> so a lot mm -hmm. of people go, Oh man, I wish I would have made a different decision, but I was so in my head and I was so scattered all over the place that I just couldn't get, I couldn't get my feet under me. Uh, but when you can mm -hmm. do these really simple practices and know that you have that power, that you don't um, even need to pick up the phone to call another person, you don't need to phone a friend, that you can actually just hug a tree and metaphorical, mm -hmm. go out into mother nature in your mind. Um, you know, it's been snowing here in Canada still. <laughs> oh my just, gosh, has it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing about it this week. It's like, oh my God. Goodness, this is really, yes. Don't put out anything until May, May long weekend. A COVID winter that just continues into the spring, huh? So you better have your Qigong practice and, right. and get your uh, energy from the inside out, huh? That's right. And uh, for those of you who are listening today, uh, or, or, you know, the recording date of this is May the 4th. So it's like, May the, May the force be with you. <laughs> so it's oh, like, oh, it is May the 4th. Yeah, <laughs> May the force be with you for May sure. May the force I mean, be with you. Know, you say this, but, you know, and we see chi practices in pop culture all the time. It's, you know, Star Wars and Harry Potter and Kung Fu Panda. You know, Kung Fu Panda, I was watching my kids. He wants to become the master of chi. And I just think this is such a relevant thing that this practice is, you know, it's what we want, even though we don't know how to call it. And it helps us to really get tapped in and plugged in whatever life circumstances are, whether it's still snowing in May or, you know, we have certain family dynamics or a certain job situation. We need our energy and to be able to tap into energy. 
Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who are uh, interested, make sure you come to masteryourlife.ca to check out what Lee's got available in his on- some of his online classes. But Lee, you've got a, um, I don't know how much you can talk about your searching the superhuman thing, this sort of episode, or if you want to hold off and wait to talk about it in the next interview. Oh, okay. Well, let's, but- let's do this. Let's, okay. So when you want more Qigong, I think right now, Leah, I think it's on our website that we're offering two weeks free. So anybody who wants to try our subscription, you know, just we're doing it for free. So you can test it out. That's I mean live classes with me three right. times a week. Uh, you can come try it out for two weeks, see how you like it. Uh, you can actually see me if you haven't been able to see me yet. Um, and that's at foldinqigong.com. So that's where you're going to get your, all the Qigong. And then I also have condition specific stuff, you know, uh, Qigong for an upper back and neck, Qigong for, um, this, that, the other thing, you know, I have 20 different products for condition specifics, but what you're talking about, Leah, are, you know, the other thing that I did was produce a docu-series and it started off with Qigong masters. What happens when people spend 20, 30 years cultivating energy and do they have some demonstrable healing powers? Do they, can they do certain things? And we went around the world looking for people with extraordinary abilities. And we started off with the chi and energy, and then we moved into martial arts and then we did, you know, mind powers. And so we have this incredible docu-series with education where you learn qigong and other things and meditation. And that's superhumanexperience.io. And so if you want to check out that docu-series, superhumanexperience.io, can check it out. And then why don't we talk about it um, on our next episode? Yes, let's do that. Definitely. Um, so again, hope you all had your notepads out because these are important things. I want to tell you guys a funny story about the first time that I interviewed Lee, because it is, I think, really fun to see him in person. And an important thing is when we first, uh, I, I was first referred to him. I was in a joint venture meeting somewhere and someone gave me Lee's card and said, you should call uh, Lee and have him on as a guest. So this is about six years ago. And I'm like, okay, Lee Holden, Qigong, probably a Chinese guy. <laughs> and so when I actually interviewed Lee and he's like this Santa Cruz <laughs> dude, it was the most funniest thing. We had one of the best interviews I've ever done. We had so much fun. So for any of you who haven't actually seen uh, Lee uh, in person doing classes, it's absolutely, he's a treasure. And as a teacher, uh, and just as a human being, his family is spectacular and uh, wonderful, wonderful vibrations. So for people who are looking for that energy and frequency vibrational change in their life for themselves and in their life for their family, I cannot um, put my hand up anymore for another human individual on this planet that just is exemplifying um, and has for such a long period of time uh, this real quest to bring health and healing to people. So, uh, so Lee is not, I'm sorry, folks, a Chinese dude. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in past life. I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe my name life. was predestined. You know, they gave me the name Lee and I was just interested in martial arts. I was interested in Bruce Lee when I was 10 years old. That was just an interesting thing, how I really took to martial arts. And then I very, I made a very conscious choice as a, as a late teenager and in, in my early twenties that I really wanted to go into healing arts. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, really I want to help people heal. I don't want to hurt people. I mean, I love martial arts. I think it's so fascinating, but on the flip side, a pressure point, for example, 
people that, you know, might paralyze an arm also stimulated and worked on it in a different way might create a healing effect. And that fascinated me. And, uh, you know, healing, the healing arts has been my journey and my path for the last 30 years. And now a little more about Master Your Life and MasterYourLife.ca. You know, I've been a health coach and wellness coach for over 30 years now. Halfway through this journey, I received a positive genetic result for Huntington's disease. It runs in my family, and my father has the clinical manifestation of this disease. But I had not seen this coming. I couldn't possibly be predisposed to a disease when my life's focus has been wellness. Yet there it was, an undeniable, life-changing diagnosis. With all my knowledge, life experience, and the wellness philosophies I had taught my clients, I made it an everyday choice to be healthy, in my thoughts, in my words, and in my actions. And here I am, several years later, after my diagnosis, without any symptoms. The insight, intelligence, and inspiration I gathered from my transformational experience of rejecting the label of disease by choosing the lifestyle of well-being made me approach my work from a new perspective. This new angle was that of recovery, the resilience, the strength that comes from overcoming life's obstacles, be they physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, or financial. There is much beauty to be discovered along the recovery road, and I decided to find the people who had made that arduous yet fulfilling journey from illness to wellness, and I decided to share their stories with all of you. I teamed up with my childhood friend from Viking Alberta, Greg Bird, to unearth these gems who had fought their health battles and emerged victoriously. We began interviewing them, asking them for their motivation, advice, and resources on defeating diagnosis and harnessing health. The wealth of wisdom collected through these conversations gave birth to Recovery Road, a brand new show on UK Health Radio, made with love for all of our listeners. Our first few episodes have us delving deep into financial wellness and divine well-being with Greg, a seasoned financial advisor who, using endearing anecdotes and personal life stories, guides us through tools to survive recessions, seven-generational estate planning, creating a meaningful legacy to be remembered by, choosing a positive perspective to face the pandemic and secrets to thriving even in the restrictive new way of life. Our other episodes feature guests like Jackie Fung, who helps people reclaim their charisma quotient, Kritika Sani, who survived the death of her marriage with her best friend and business partner, Teresa Wright, who beat cancer twice, Colin Christopher, who helps people overcome limitations through hypnosis, Janice Baskin, who ran a marathon despite chemotherapy, and Neil Campbell, who overcame childhood sexual abuse. We have a special series planned for you, Saving Tax, Saving the World, with financial advisor Ben Forche, who will share how to allocate your wealth to a good cause and save on tax in the bargain. Ben and many other guests show by example how to take the road less traveled, the recovery road, and the difference it makes in your own life and to those of your loved ones. Our shows are also posted on the Master Your Life website, a one-stop resource for all things wellness. With a brand new look and lots of content to streamline your stream of consciousness towards living your best life, the website offers a safe haven of inspiration, insight, and intelligence to master your life. Come see and conquer your personal wellness journey by being a part of the Master Your Life community at www.masteryourlife.ca. So for anyone who wants to jump on that, 
healing journey and learn from Lee. It's a beautiful opportunity to do that. Uh, again, if you want to connect with us, you can come to masteryourlife.ca. Uh, you can get a hold of Lee at Holden Qigong and uh, make sure that you put your hand up to share this information with people because right now, more than ever, people are very, very stressed out and uncertain. And we'd love to bring just um, peace and harmony and love into the world uh, at any point and moment that we totally can. So uh, help us to do that by sharing. Thanks again, Lee, for being such an awesome guest. Thank you, Leah. That was so much fun. I love sharing this information. And I hope people got a whole lot out of our short time together. Yes, and packed, action-packed as always with good, good chi mastery. Uh, everyone, love each other, love yourselves, mind your minds. That's all for us. Bye for today. Thank you for being a part of our program today. Master Your Life is a presentation of Leah Mattinson Enterprises, Inc. Join us next time on Master Your Life, helping you to discover the very best of you.